Welcome to The Run with Tommy Frazier and Johnny Rogers. I'm your host, Anna Bellinghausen. Another win, guys. Two and two, 500, 28-14 win over Louisiana Tech. Guys, are we satisfied with this? How do we feel? I'm satisfied with it. You know, you know, a win is a win. And you, you, the object of the game is to win it. You know, some people want to see it being done more dominant, but at this point, a win is a win, you know, because that because you still you're building confidence. And I think the confidence is is doing well right now, knowing what they have ahead of them. So I, I'm happy to two and two. Well, I feel we're going in the right direction. We got two losses and two wins, and we're going into one of the biggest games we're gonna have in the season, uh, with a positive, you know, with a positive, with a win. So you can't say nothing about a win because you got to win them any kind of way you win them as long as it's a win, you know, and they did it now. So mm-hmm. I'm happy. So Heinrich Harburg, 2-0 as a starter now, has some tightness, came out later in the game, but maybe that was more precautionary. I don't think Matt Rule's mm-hmm. too worried about him necessarily, but want to hear your assessment from a second start. Well, I think, he's, I think, I think he's, he did well. I just think he's taking too many hits. You know, when you have Jeff Sims not healthy and you really don't know how how, how well Chubba's going to play, I think he's taking a little bit too many hits. Sometimes you got to learn how to get out of bounds to get down. But overall, I think I think his game is because he's played well. He hasn't done anything to really cost him the game. And he's executing offenses, which is what you want your quarterback to do. Well, I figure he's doing whatever's necessary. You got to take the hits and give the hits and do whatever. And there's somebody waiting in there in the, in the, in the, on the sideline right now to replace him anytime. So, uh, uh, he, he's, he's been a tough guy. He is a tough guy, tough quarterback, and trying to make a statement. Uh, and you can see he's giving his best effort. I think that's what counts the most, that mm-hmm. he's not holding back. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he intends on doing the best he can, intends on winning. He's You know, the attitude goes through the whole goddamn team. Uh, it's not good to take his, but, but he's not the only quarterback, though. So it's like when you depend on one guy and he's going to be there all season, um, it's a little bit different when you're going back and forth. Yeah, but I don't think not in my opinion, I don't think they're depending on him the whole season. I think they oh, no. I say right now with Jeff being injured, not one hundred percent, you know, and I think that sometimes you gotta be smart about some of the things, mm-hmm. some of the hits that you take. Because if he goes out, then you can put Jeff back in there, and then Jeff Murray injured that ankle, or then you put Chubb in there, and then now you're down to one quarterback instead of two quarterbacks. So I just want him to be more smart about some of the hits that he takes. No, I agree. Your quarterback don't generally take the hits. You know, a lot of other players take hits. So but like I'm saying, he's got to make the statements we were, we were behind, and we we got to get a winning thought going continuously. And uh, if, if he's willing to give a hit and take a hit and give his all, then the rest of them should be for sure. Right. So looking at the stats, Heinrich Harburg, 8 for 17, 107 yards passing, one touchdown, no interceptions. But I think the brightest part was his rushing yards. Led the team, 157 yards, and then, of course, a touchdown as well. What did you like about the dual threat ability from Heinrich? And honestly, he was just fearless out there running too. Well, for me, I think it's what this offense needs. When <clears throat> you lost um, Gabe Irvin, you lost Ramir Johnson. Now you're basically down to to um, I can't think of his name right now. The the, the um, Grant Anthony mm-hmm. Grant yeah, to where to where he's the only one that's proven that they can play play that can run run the football at this level. And so, but with this offense, you need a quarterback to be able to take some of the pressure off of him. And I think. Having a quarterback that can do run and throw the ball, I think it only helps the offense. Oh, yeah, and that's why he takes a hit because sometimes he's a quarterback, sometimes he's a running back. Right. <laughs> he's got to really do it all, and what he's making a statement is that I need some help. Mm-hmm. And so everybody with that type of, uh, you know, the abilities and other people see that he did well, all that he's doing, then we can always do more. And everybody, got, I don't care how much you're doing, even him, we can always do more. So Anthony Grant, 22 carries for 135 yards, 6.1 average for those mm-hmm. runs too. So really impressive from AG. 
is this sustainable? Is this system sustainable between how much you're going to give the quarterback and running ability versus how much you're going to hand the ball off? Well, I think that's what this offense is. You know, I think, I think, you know, when I talked with Coach Satterfield in, in the fall, I mean, excuse me, in the summertime when I, when I was up there one, the one day and I saw him, he basically said that he wanted a quarterback that can run and throw, that he doesn't want a quarterback to sit back and throw the ball because his offense is, is needs for the, the running, the quarterback to be able to run as well. He doesn't have to be, he don't have to be a track star, but be effective running the football. And, and when I say effective, getting five or six yards every time you run the ball is just as effective as going 72 yards on one plane. So, because it, well, it keeps the defense honest that they just can't pile on one guy. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not playing drop back football. We're playing run, you know, run, run first, uh, pr- pretty much. Uh, you have to be able to pass, but it seemingly, for some reason, our line does better when we're running than when we're pa- trying to pass protect because we're we're letting them down on the pass protection, and so it's better that we that we run more as much as we can as long as we can get three four yards. Mm-hmm. You know, we're good. And I, I think from the quarterback position, you're in the position if you're a running quarterback and can pass as well. I feel like it's a little bit of the old Nebraska way, of course, with running the ball. Does that make you happy watching that game and just seeing the running game come back between quarterbacks and running backs? I think what makes me happy is they're doing the things that fits their offense, that fits mm-hmm. their players right now. And, of course, you think you're going to want to go out and recruit guys that, 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 that can, you know, I think one thing, one of the areas that we have a problem with is, is wide receiver, someone, a big play guy getting open. I think that's just going to take time to receive them. But you're using the athletes that you have and, you, and then when they come into the season, Running back was your deepest, the deepest position. And corner, you, you felt that you had Jefferson. You felt that you had two other quality, um, quality quarterbacks. So I think what they're doing now is using those those two positions to take some pressure off the throwing game. Well, I like to see more. I like to see some of the receivers get more in the game. Uh, we need more big plays and more yards, you know, quicker mm-hmm. to take some of the heat off, you know, off the uh, the run. So it has to be a well balanced uh, type of approach, and we always get a feel we can slow the ball and you know getting the ball to the tight end. I think a tight end scored a yeah three touchdowns in three touchdowns in four games. We haven't had that in a while where we went uh, went to the tight end, and so to get the tight end going, he's blocking and and catching him and doing touchdowns. I think we're on that point. We we need the wide receivers though. That's where you, the big plays are going to come and, without, and, without getting him hit. And I think the tight ends are the one that can open up make make things easy on the receivers because when you have a, a tight end or two guys that can actually go out there and catch the ball, run the routes. Now you just can't focus on the, on the, on the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think what, what Fedoni's doing right now is only going to open it up for them down because teams going to start keying on him. Absolutely. Uh, I want to talk defense as well. So not the best performance necessarily of the season. However, the rush game was was great with uh, the defense stopping the run. They did give up 338 total yards of offense uh, and then only 46 from the rushing game. So uh Definitely a different type of defense than, than we saw, I feel like, in games past. Well, I think I just think that a lot of Louisiana Tech came in knowing that, hey, we're going to throw the ball all over the field. You mm-hmm. know, they, they very rarely try to rush the football because a lot of Louisiana Tech is a throwing offense. And then you and you could tell with the, the, the wide receivers, a little scatty, but the scatty wide receivers they had to where they can make plays. So the defense didn't surprise me. The only thing that what really surprised me was they missed a lot of tackles early. Yeah. And, and that, that kind of brought back flashbacks. Are you guys working on it? But they still were able to maintain them. They still helped them to seven points through three quarters, which is which is saying something. But mm-hmm. you're going to face teams where if you can make a team one-dimensional, there's a good chance you're going to win that game anyway because not a lot of teams are going to beat you throwing the ball when they can't run. Well, they're aggressive defense, you know, and they're, they're missing tackle, but they're there. They're, there and they're going to get those tackles here pretty soon. And I think to hold them to 46 yards, we've done a pretty darn good job. Right, for sure. Um, yeah, so we, we can't really – 
they held on. They held on. They got the job done. And it's not always going to be picture perfect, but but you got to get the job done, you know, to get that win. Because if we don't, we're depending on our defense to keep them on the sidelines. The longer our defense can work, the more time we are on the field, that mm-hmm. we can be on the field. And that's really going to be the key coming up is that if our defense could keep them off the field and our offense on the field, uh, the mm-hmm. more of that happens, the, the better off we're going to be. And, and this game reminded me, going back to my, going back to the days that I played, the one, the one game we played against Kansas State, to where Chad made through 400-some yards against us, but we only held them to 30-some yards, and we still beat them by 14 points. Mm-hmm. You know, So I just think that one, it, it, as long as the offense was doing enough, Mm-hmm. You know, defense can, can figure it out. So the defensive performance doesn't worry you whatsoever. No, because it was to me, it was just a one. It was a different style of offense that they 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 faced. They hadn't faced all year, and and of course they made some big plays. I mean, there's some broken coverages that happened, but they, maybe they're trying to do something different on the cover side of things. But it doesn't concern me right now. But now, now if, if later in the season, if you start to see it's a pattern, then it's time for concern. Well, they they were going against gunslingers. They know he's going to be throwing it around there, and they they did pretty good. Uh, and you know, I think uh, they're going to have to do better coming up. But I think they did pretty good, uh, considering. And, and and you know, we held them to forty something yards. What what can you say? We can't ask for two yards more. Right? There's yeah. No miracles, and uh, and you do get tired there. And uh, so I'm really happy with the defense. I think this defense is the best thing we got going. I'm still suspect about the special teams. Uh, that we have, I think we we're, we don't realize that it. To me, it's an offense, defense, specialty that's strictly a whole third of each, and we need to put the same type of emphasis on special teams as we do on offense and defense. And, and, I, and, I, and I hope what they what they go to because I agree, just special teams is kind of the missing piece for me. To where we're not getting anything on returns, and we'll miss we missed a couple of chip shots, field goals, you know, stuff like that can't happen once you hit the Big Ten conference. So what I, I hope that they're and I heard they're going back, and Ron Brown is showing Coach how to on right receivers used to block in the '80s and '90s. Well, hopefully, go back and say, "Wait a minute, on special teams, there's a lot of starters who played on special teams, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's the, the special teams is it's, it's, a, it's a big part of the game, and you just can't. Well, he's third string, but he can do well. No, you got to get your best players on that because the game, a game can change on one special team play. Well, we had our we had our best players on offense. And on defense, come together, and that was a special team. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of first teamers that were right. on offense and, and on defense that played special teams, so we could have our best players on the field at once. And when you got your best on offense and your best on defense, you really got the best player you have on your team uh, together at one time, and you you should get some something happening. Right? Why do you think that's changed? Because it's an interesting point. Because it's a lot of the third string guys that maybe don't get in and the regular play, but then they go in in special teams, right? Why do you think that's changed? I think it's lack of depth. Okay. You know, I think it's lack of depth on, on on both sides of the ball. To where if you had if you had quality players to where the best guys out there, but something was happening, the next guy can step up. I don't I, I don't think it'd be an issue. But I think you you don't you don't have that 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 attitude right. You don't have those players right now to be able to do that. So they're just being careful. Yeah, they're being careful. Well, back in the day, I remember before when we first came. Uh, when you you didn't weren't playing on offensive defense when special teams came, you got to play. Well, they figured it out that we had an opportunity to get our best players on our football team on offense and the best players on defense together at one time. And so that's very explosive when you got the best players on your team all together. But they're not doing that that way. But that's the way we chose to do it. And sometimes you would just do it the way you do it. But that's the way we wanted to have our best players on the whole team on back there on special teams, especially on punt returns and kickoffs. 
And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. It, it goes back to philosophies and what and what they see, who they want to be on there. And, you know, hopefully they, they see that well, we got to get our best player. We got to start getting some of our better players on it to make to make something on special teams. So then right now they're not doing anything. Yeah, you don't get no rest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we trying to win now. <laughs> uh. Tommy, bring up a good point about the best players will play. That's exactly what Matt Rule said today in his press conference when, of course, he was posed the question about who's going to be the starting quarterback at Michigan. He essentially said the best guy will play. Whoever right. can put us in the best chance to, to win the game will be it. So, obviously, another quarterback battle. Uh, Sims still with the ankle. It's definitely not 100% right now. And right. then, again, Heinrich, some tightness towards the end of that game. He was pulled out of it. Uh, again, not really concerned about Heinrich, but – how do those quarterback battles play out during the week? I don't know if you guys have any insight on what's going down of reps and whatnot. And how do you even prove yourself within a week? Well, it, it, well you, you already proved yourself already. Now going it's going into okay, which guys is is reading the defense the best? Which guys are having a fewer turnovers? Which guys have more control of the game plan? Is what's going to decide it. But right now, they both the guys have proven themselves that they mm-hmm. can go out there and play. It's basically depends on which guy performs better in practice this week. Interesting. Well, I, I think it comes down to which guy that the team has the most confidence, the team has the most confidence at the time. And I would think the one that's doing the best right now, that's going in that direction that the team is comfortable with, is the one that has an edge. I do realize that you don't lose your spot, but just because you're not starting doesn't mean you lose your spot. But we want to keep the momentum. We have some momentum going. And I think it's always important just to stick with the people that that your team is comfortable with at the time. And that changes as you go. Yeah, I mean, anything can happen. You know, the heart can go out there the first series and, and throw a pick, and then now you bring in Jeff or, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, but I just think it's going to play out. Who starts is going to play out during practice. And then whoever, you know, whatever happens after that happens. If you're injured, though, you're not the best. And and, and, <laughs> you're not and the high best. angle springs, I'm telling you, you I, I kind of look like the best. Or yeah. And it seemed like the best. If you're injured, you're injured. Right. You're not the best. And the high angle springs, I had one in college to where it truly took me anywhere from three three to six weeks to fully recover. Because once you, you once you got to cut back and keep moving, there's a good chance you're, you're going to um, reactivate the injury. So, I mean, it's just one of those deals to where it depends on how, how fast his body healing. And it seems like right now it's not healing very fast. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't be that, that – quick to put him in anyway because we got a long way to go right we got a long way to go it's a long haul we still got some competitors coming up that we must we got the games we must win we must win and hopefully we can pick off some that we, we don't so if he's not healthy he, he can't start he because can't. yeah because at the end of the day no one in the no one's giving nebraska a chance to win this game and so if he doesn't play you don't win no, you haven't you haven't lost anything mm-hmm. but you want him ready for the teams that aren't michigan because a lot of those games, as you've been watching college football, a lot of those teams are beatable, and, and they're about oh, the same. Yeah. They're about the same talent as Nebraska. I mean, Nebraska might have an even a little bit more better talent than some of those teams, but you still got to play the games. And, and you, I think you you're gonna need a, a healthy Jeff for later in the season than you are playing them on Saturday. Well, I didn't know we weren't supposed to win. I figured we'd better win. No, this no, 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 I, no, no. I, I didn't say we. I, I said a lot of the national media. Think that Nebraska doesn't have a chance against Michigan. Well, I, I can see that. I can see yeah. that. I can see that. But uh, I hope we uh, do believe that we do have, and that's our, our deal. What they believe. What they believe. When I, they hope, like I hope they believe that they can do this and figure this is what we got to get done. We mm-hmm. could do if we could do this, we can turn. We got to win. You know, some wins going. We could turn this whole thing around. 
whole thing around is we're going to knock these boys off because when you look at both sides, offense and defense, that we have played, outplayed everybody. Everybody was just those few mistakes that the quarterback made during coming in that really made the difference. Otherwise, we'd, we'd have a, at least be three. three four. We could be three or four wins right now uh, had not some of the things that so stupid mistakes mm-hmm. happened. Not something that people outplayed us. Nobody's actually outplayed us yet. Yep. We just beat ourselves. I mean, this team could easily be three and one if you really did. the Minnesota game I right, think right, is just right. the one that easily could have went either way and then of course Colorado it, again it's just turnovers right zero turnovers this past game so Tommy did that make you especially excited it, it does because it showed me that they've been working on it yeah you know that, and that's the one thing that I'm gonna always preach if you don't turn the ball over you give yourself a better chance to win and, and, I, and I'm gonna keep preaching I'm gonna keep saying it. every drive should end with a kick was it a punt extra point or a field goal if it doesn't end anything like that, then bad, something bad is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, I just <laughs> now's the time. You got to just show it right now. I, I'm just one. I just don't know how confident that the coaches are making the players. Are the players believing in the coaches? Uh, are position coaches? You know, I mean, if your coach is calling the right play, you figure, you know, the, you you go in there with a whole different attitude than than when you don't think so. So. If, Otherwise, right now, this is the big. Can you imagine how you feel when you're playing the biggest, the number two team in the country? How do you do? You feel exhilarated because it's an opportunity, or do you feel depressed because you're getting ready to get blown out? Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Well, I tell you, I'm, I, I, I bet they're thinking they're excited. Yeah. Why? Because they're playing at home. There's a difference going on a road playing number two team in their atmosphere where it's loud. Now the number two team got to come into Nebraska where the fans can make it a little bit more challenging with noise. And I think the players will be more relaxed now because, mm-hmm. as I said, no one in the national media is giving them a chance. Zero pressure. And so guess what? They go out there and they perform. If they lose, but they perform well, everyone's like, wait a minute, this team is improving. Well, this we watch out for the rest of the year, you know. So they should go in there and play very relaxed. Don't worry about anything. Go out there and have fun because this, this is what you come to college football for. College football to play in games like this. I never had any fun. <laughs> it was war. <laughs> it's war. You gotta have some fun. <laughs> you gotta well, have some after fun. After I crossed the goal line, but okay, that's fun though because you, you're dancing. After I crossed the line, but up until that point, it, you know, it's it's war. It's war. It's it's tight. It's tough. It's tense. It's it's serious. I can't go out and just you know play. I mean, I, I got it. We've got to be serious because any anytime you make a mistake, it's it's serious. You got to you got to be as focused as you could possibly be and take it serious, like like it's a job. So you never get a second chance to make a first impression. And now now everybody's watching. We are at home. Well, they already That's made it. the first impression. They made the second one. They made the third one. They made the fourth. This will be the fifth impression. Each no, game is first- a different impression. Right, but you had every you started from now. That's what I'm saying. Each game is a different fresh, so we already made four impressions. Well, man, we haven't done well. <laughs> well, we, we two haven't two. done well. We've done well in two games. And- well, like I said, we got two serious games we played that were a little bit serious, and two that weren't that serious. The ones that we really we could have won, like I said, the first two. You know, we could have won the first I, two. I, I can just tell you right now, there's a lot of teams right now which they were two and two. There's a lot of teams which they were playing the way we were playing now. So. So we got we got to be happy. We don't care who you win. You still got to win the games you play. Mm-hmm. They've won two, and, and and no one probably would have thought it'd be two and two at this point in the season. Based when the season started, until they start seeing Nebraska playing. 
They didn't. They, what did they think they were going to be? Most I heard was one and three. Hopefully two and two. I heard somebody say three and one. I'm like, mm, you have different yeah, friends than no, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny's saying me. four and out oh, all <laughs> year. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I don't see why they could have. It could have. They really could have. And it was just unfortunate that the things that happened that did happen the yeah. way they failed. Now some of the things are starting to but fall still, our way. But that's still so we have some of game. those breaks. That's still playing the game. They're gonna play think, the game every day. Bad things happen in games, and it's how you rebound some things. You know, well, we make things happen. I always tell people there is no perfect game out there. No one has ever played a perfect game, and there will never be a perfect game. And so mistakes are going to happen, whether it's offensive linemen jumping off sides or interception or fumble or guy getting beat deep. Mistakes are going to happen. It's how you respond to the mistakes. And they responded to me well. They're two and two. They could be three and one. They could be four and one, but they're two and two. I'm happy with that. Well, I a little bit. Are you happy? No. Well. Not really, no. You know, I'm content, you know, because I have nothing. I can't do anything about it. And we still, back where we start, we got 50 50 chance of we, we can take it from here and get where we're going. Like I said, I'm not expecting a perfect season, a perfect team. I am expecting us to do everything humanly possible to get to a bowl game to show that we're going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is the mark that shows we're going in the right direction. If we don't make that, then we've fallen a little short. And hopefully we'll get back and, you know, come up with next year. But you have to wait till next year. There's definitely six winnable games on this calendar. Yeah. There's already two marked off, so you just I, need four more. I've been saying that from the start. There's mm-hmm. six winnable. I, mean, I thought maybe it was seven wins. But I, I, well, sure, I, should, seven, I yeah. should say that when, when, even when they were 0-2, I still say they, were, they, they still go in six games. Well, I just want us to win something tougher. When then we start, in, like, we're coming to conference now. It's, it's, it's yeah. not going to be in the cupcake. you got to come yeah. out and play every game. you got, so. got the real yeah. deal here. Yep. You don't want to come in there with your booty tight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving on from that one. I want to pose this question. So... Very two different types of quarterbacks between Sims and Heinrich in the fact that most people say Sims is high risk, high reward, whereas Heinrich has been low risk, medium reward. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that, first of all? And then which would you rather have? I don't know if I agree with high risk, high reward, because uh, you really, I don't think you really got to see the true Sims play because mm-hmm. he's turned the ball over so much. I want let's see let's see what kind of game he has when he does come back if he comes back where he doesn't turn the ball over and, and, and he doesn't take those chances you know I don't you know when I say high risk high reward I think of an Aaron Rodgers I think of a Brett Favre I think of a Josh Allen when you when you talk when you talk about high risk high reward low low risk low high reward is more game manager controlling the game mm-hmm. you know but I think I, I think either one is good for the game I just don't know what does Nebraska want. What 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 is what was the offense coordinator? What is he looking for? Right. Well, it looked like to me, and I, I could be wrong, but they're both doing about the same thing. You know, they're both running the football first, and you know, we're throwing second. It was just it's unfortunate the interception mm-hmm. and the fumble, right. the snap from center, little things like that. But they're both are, have the capability of running uh, and, and making more yards running than do right. passing. But they both can pass too. So they're, they're both. I, I haven't seen much difference in them, except for that we just had uh, one had bad breaks and another one didn't. Right, and then and that's why when people say he's high with, I don't see that. No, mm-hmm. no. I don't see that because they, they both run the same ball. I, don't, I haven't seen same offense change yeah, much. Right, right. One right. guy just hadn't turned the ball over as much as the other. Right. Didn't one had bad breaks, another one ain't got got unlucky. And we haven't even seen the high reward of Sims yet necessarily. I yeah, mean, I think, I, I think the ceiling's there. Yeah, for the them. ceiling's for sure there. We haven't really. I mean, we've seen flashes of it, right. but again, it's the turnovers that 
have just completely decimated any drive that he's put together right. down in the, in the red zone. So it's been tough to even see a ceiling, but if you're going to put these two on a pedestal and say, okay, who has a higher ceiling? I mean, I think it's Sims by, by a good amount. I think Sims is more athletic. And so when you look at that way, yes, of course, if you're, if you're a, a offensive coordinator, you're a head coach, yes, you don't want the most athletic guy mm-hmm. be the guy that you're playing, but sometimes it all, that gets you in trouble too. Right. You know, so I, I just think, both these guys are doing what the, what Scott wants to do. And then I'm talking about the, the offensive coordinator, not the pass coach. Yep. But mm-hmm. um, what, what he wants to run, and I think they're, but they're doing it effectively. But once again, it goes back to you can't count them. You can't discard those mistakes that Jeff made. Because a, a lot of them are mistakes that he couldn't control. Jeff's potential is off the chain. You know, but, you know, Heinrich, we're moving. He's, he's, he's getting it done. And it's, it's not like who has the best possibility. Mm-hmm. It's who is actually getting it done. And that, that's the best quarterback. And I'm sure he's showing that he's the best quarterback for us right now. Yep. And, you know, and he's making the team run. And I, I think the team is starting to see that they do better and, and, with and, that. And for me, I also look at, I don't, do you think Hein would have had the same, be playing the same way if he had to face Minnesota game early in Colorado early in the game? I don't know. I can't answer that question. So I also look at the competition they played to where no one thought, that the last two games that they're going to pose a problem to Nebraska. That Nebraska going to work on their offense. Yeah. No, no hope. I'm just saying, no one right. thought that well, they mm-hmm. they'll these they shake these two wins. We should so win. the first two games, like okay, well maybe, maybe no one knew. Now you know that hey, maybe hiring is the guy. You he put him out there in front of Michigan and see what happens. You right. might you might see a different different type of quarterback. He might. Butthole might pucker up a little bit as well as a oh, booty hole. <laughs> what say. And, and he might get nervous because. Game this large for a young guy playing. I mean, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him. Well, I think the repetition got him kind of started though. He's and when you got a lot of guys believing in you, you play a little bit better than you do when you when you make a make some mistakes. I I get that, but when you I get what you're saying, but playing that position, knowing that when you when you're coming from non-conference and you get in conference and you playing teams like a Michigan who has a, a pretty solid defense, they're gonna throw things at him he's never seen before in his life. And um, that's the, uh, how fast can he respond to that? How fast can he pick that up? Because they're going to do things different. Because there's no team in non-conference have shown everything they're going to do through the year. Well, like I said, we're going up against some of the best linemen that's in in the, in the conference period. Right. Uh, some of the best players, and they are rated. They're rated number two for a reason. You know, somebody knows something that's really right. going on. So we we know we got to play the best, but we got to believe that we are up to those standards. That we got, I, I can't see what the difference even could be. Why we would think that they were even, they, they were, I would just think they're overrated. Yeah, foot, football's <laughs> yeah. football. You still got to go out and just play the game because you play yeah, football yeah, is football. Get it done. You got to go done. out and you get it done. Beat the man in front of you. Yeah, as a team. That's yeah. a thought as a team. You know, you can't, it's when we get into individual thoughts where we have problems, where you are afraid and I'm not. And we got to all be on the same path at the same time and have those guys in there. And everybody has to be, you have to be confident of the guy next to you and plan as hard for him as you are for you. So let's say both quarterbacks are healthy. You wouldn't mind seeing both kind of trading off different series, depending on who's what's working and what's not. I don't necessarily say I want to see them trading off, Mm -hmm. but I do. I would like to see both play and then whichever guy who's, playing well is the guy who you keep in the game knowing that the other guy got in the game early till so it's not coming in the game when something bad happens right you know i think that'd be more beneficial because the one when you do you have two quality quarterbacks that both go out and get the job done the last thing one guy wants to do is come off the bench cold so get i'll say 
whoever it is, let them play the first quarter, and then you get the guy early in the second quarter and see what happens. But then if nothing happens, then get the other guy back in there. Well, as a coach, I would like to see the different quarterbacks like them to do different things. If I want to have something different, I'm going to pull them out uh, to put something different in. I want I want to show some different things. I got some schemes up. I don't want to get comfortable in one place uh, on me or whatever. And but I do see them almost doing the same thing, you know, most of the time. But if we have something different that they're going to bring to the table, otherwise, darn it, either one of them, if they're healthy, can handle it. If they're healthy, but you can't play. A hurt person just because you want to. I mean, how good is it that we're getting to have this conversation, though, between two quarterbacks versus a scenario where we're scrambling, looking at, let's say, a Chubba Purdy saying, can he play quarterback, right? So I feel like Nebraska is not a good scenario if you're debating back and forth who you should even start. And and, and it's it's, it's just been four games. Right. They both both started four games, and now the telltale time is coming. Now the, the conference starts, and that's when the football. To me, that's when football starts. When mm-hmm. The Big Ten starts fully. That's when it starts because you, you you have no hiccups now. Yeah, you got to go out there and win every game, in my opinion. Because if you if you lose a couple of games, then there's a good chance your season's gonna go down. Well, it's about time. I feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, so, so now. it's a comfort. Now it's time to go out there and now. Oh, and I heard the word now. Yeah, I mean the lights are turning on, whether you're ready or not. Right. So uh, it's number two, Michigan yeah, coming in. It's so. on like buttered popcorn, honey. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're going to preview the game Thursday, 6 p.m. at Herd at Sports Bar. Guys, we'll all be there together live. We'll be there. I'll be there this time. Finally, Finally. Tommy's phone won't die. Nothing, won't nothing die. like it that crazy is going to happen. But, all uh, right. We want an audience. Come on down. Yeah. Ask some questions. Bring, uh, bring your wisdom with you. Yes. We're going to need all the support we can get for the team. Take one for the team. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we'll see you guys there Thursday, 6 p.m. at the Herd at Sports Bar. Guys, thanks so much for joining. All right. Well, thanks okay. for having me. A Heard at Sports Network production.